do not have my microphone on. So, yes, I have been talking into nothing. <laughs> Great. But anyway, like I was saying, welcome. This is your man's the one, and this is the state of basketball. And I know this is not the state of basketball. There's just so much going on. I can't get my stuff together. Had it right the first time, but didn't have my microphone on. So then when I had my microphone on, I said, incorrectly this is the dukes of football and i am duke one or am i duke two or am i duke one and two or am i just duke not really sure can't tell can't remember don't know so much going on but anyway um this is the dukes of football man and this is what episode what episode is this episode 24 uh weeks 9 10 nfl ncaa football season a lot going on football. Uh, just jibber jabbering, trying to uh, stall a bit for uh, what reason I am not quite sure yet. Mm. But what an exciting weekend of football! I hope that your teams fared well over the weekend, and when it came to uh, your games, uh, your college games, your pro games. Um, for me, it was an up-and-down weekend. Uh, spent the weekend in Terra Holtz, Indiana for the Zombie Bowl. It was um, a youth league um, all-star tournament. Um, my son was playing for the Pike uh, 3rd and 4th grade all-star team. Um, kind of up-and-down weekend. Um, had some good moments, had some bad moments, had some uh, growth moments, had some learning moments um, that sprinkled into – um, the week. Uh, but I think that um, one of the hardest things that we as parents um, have to do is make the right decisions that we think that will help guide these uh, young individuals to becoming uh, uh, better, uh, uh, better adults and better citizens or just better people, uh, so to speak. So uh, we have some learning moments, but we got through it and our um, looks like um we're going to do pretty well uh, in an all-star tournament again this weekend. So excited for that. Um, being football news, we're going to stick with it here in um, Indiana. Our our high school football tournament is underway here in Indiana. So uh, Friday nights is, as always, lights shining bright. Uh, the start of uh, girls basketball has, uh, for, IU, for Indiana has started high school. Uh, this week. So um, daughter's team, the Carmel will be traveling up to Homestead for their first game. So it should be fun and just going to be all over the place. So, um, and then we got some good games. So let's talk about last week, man. Last week was just super exciting when it came to football, when it went to um, either if he was a college, uh, the big game was, um, you know, obviously my Wolverines and little brother state who for the the next two years, we can't really last two years. Can't really, really call him little brother. Cause he's just been spanking you and then can't really call him that since Harbaugh has been there. Uh, Cause uh, he does win against them. So I think he's what one in five against uh, Michigan state and oh, and seven against um, uh, oh, seven against OSU. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it was it was a huge game for for the Wolverines to try to 
uh, buck this stigma that they have under Harbaugh or that he has uh, of not being able to win a big game. You know what I mean? It's not like you don't have talent. You've had talent. Let's go back and look at, you know what I mean? I really don't want to knock Harbaugh. I mean, I want to be one of those Michigan fans who is just like every time something goes wrong, you just want to blame. But we're just going to go off the track record. And I'm going to be clear, but I'm going to cheer with him. I'm going to cheer without him. I cheer before him, and I'm going to cheer without him. So that's how it comes down. But if you got to look back at Harbaugh's coaching career, he has never been able to win the big game. You had um, arguably one of the best college players and Andrew Luck at Stanford. Couldn't get the big game, couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done there. So um, you head off to San Francisco. You get to the Super Bowl with the 49ers and um, can't get it done there. You know what I'm saying? Big Brother taught you another lesson. You know what I'm saying? So you can't get it done there. And then you come home to um, Ann Arbor and you're, uh, what is it now, 2-13 and 13 against the biggest rivals we have? I mean, you beat Notre Dame. Ooh, yay. We beat Notre Dame. A rivalry that is exciting. Love to play it. Love to give Dan shit about it. But to me, like I tell him all the time, that rivalry means more to Notre Dame than it does mean to us here at Michigan. So beating Notre Dame, great, awesome, good job. Ooh, we beat somebody. But the teams that you need to beat, you can't beat. And in the big games, you can't do it. And I've said it before, I'm a supporter regardless, but this is how we always end seasons. We start off well, winning nice games against decent opponent, not great opponents, but decent opponents. But as soon as that part of the schedule comes in after the bye, you know, it's normally Michigan State or IU, Ohio State, or uh, be somebody, you know, Minnesota, Penn State will be sprinkled in there sometimes, you know what I mean? However it is. But it always goes, you know, get a nice start, loss, loss, trash bowl game, and then you get blown out in the bowl game. And that's what we that's that's what we have. So um frustrated, yes. You know, we'd like to. Is there a scenario where we could still get in being at number seven? Oh man, God, this college football playoff committee is whoo. Why don't they do a Salem winch hunt for these cats, man, who keeps coming up with this crap? But there's an opportunity, you know, with the heavily favored committee on the power five. That, you know, if if OSU beats Michigan State and you went out, including beating OSU and beating whoever comes out of the other side um, in the Big Ten Championship, yeah, you could be a one-loss team uh, from the Big Ten. The Big Ten is going to have a, a participant in the Final Four, however you look at it. So um, that's a scenario there. And that same scenario uh, uh, applies to OSU. You went out, you're in. But um, – Getting to this playoff, man, this stuff is is absolutely ridiculous. And I should probably tell you that I am in my bookie NCAA man cave chatter, 50% deposit match up to a thousand bucks and a free ten dollar bet. So my bad. There you go. My bookie.ag. Holler at them. You know what I'm saying? But um so we're entitled into our entitled. We're engulfed into our NCAA talk. So back to this college football playoff, man. It is, I mean, I was chatting with um, um, a follower on our Facebook page 
about this because I posed this question, you know, with that that poll coming out that today, um, earlier, or not today, earlier yesterday, I put that out there and I was chatting with a guy on there and I told him, I said, you know, I ain't got nothing against Cincinnati. I just know how the committee works. I just know completely how the committee works. You know, strength of schedule is 100% something that they value. You know what I mean? And I told I told the wife, and I think I told the lion um, after Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. I told him, I said, they are going to have to 50-piece everybody they play for the um, – they're going to have to 50-piece everybody they play for the end of the year. You know what I mean? It was That's the only way. They're going to have to do supersized style points to get in, not having – you know, I mean, a great finishing schedule playing in the conference. That's why they put the bid in to get up out of there. You know, I mean, the Big 12 is not great, but it's better than what they're in. You know what I mean? So who they're finishing off with, you know what I mean, you had to blank these guys. You know what I mean? But Navy, who was playing third-string quarterback, and then you had uh, Tulane. I mean, these guys, you should have at least put up 50, 60 points or beat them by 30 points. You had to do style points for them to keep your name in it. And you know what I mean? And you're praying Notre Dame continues to win. You know what I mean? If Notre Dame loses by any craziness, I mean, it just completely kills you. And it sucks that Tennessee, I mean, that Cincinnati has earned this particular position to be in. You know what I mean? You And it sucks for them because you do what you, these kids do exactly what they, they're asked of. You know, you beat whoever they put in front of you. But, you know, being in, what your competition is, you have to destroy them to even get a chance. And, and I think that's where it sucks. And what do we have here? Um, I'm sure this is DeLion. He is, I think he's basketball practicing with his broke layups. <laughs> now, quickly, Georgia good, Bama bad, Michigan State better than I thought, Big Ten um, was going to be. Oregon interesting. Um, Dan, I haven't even got to the Oregon thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. You want to put Oregon above Ohio State. That's that's all well and, and, and fine. You know, they beat them in the head-to-head matchup. But I just don't see how you put Oregon, a one-loss struggling conference, Pac-12, who you guys, the Pac-12 obviously gets zero respect out of the Power Five. You know what I mean? The Big 12 is way more respected than the Pac-12. It's like when the ACC and – what was the ACC was going to play? No, the ACC and the Big 10, they did their little alliance. It was like, well, I guess we'll just take on the Pac-12 because no one wants to hang on to them. And, I mean, and Oregon is their last shot. But that loss that they took hurts. You can't put a one-loss team – over an undefeated, dominant Cincinnati team. That's how I feel. But I told him, I said, listen, I know how the committee works. They do strength of schedule so heavily, and you see what these Power Five conferences are, even though they schedule cupcakes, but it's only one and two. But heads down, you look at their conferences, most of those teams are going to beat most of those teams in your conference. So, sorry, man, 100, 100 ranked 100 in strength of schedule is not going to get you in. We know that. Is 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 crap. Um, 
the system is crap. We know it is, is, is under um, deconstruction. We see that coming from both sides, you know, basketball and football. So it's going to look so much different in the next three to four years. Um, I know they're meeting in Dallas today about the, um, the 12, the uh, jumping, the moving, the playoff, the 12 teams. I know they were meeting today, but as far as I, the last I read, they haven't had any have any ideas of how they're going to present it to the presidents. So I don't even know what they're meeting for. But, you know, those guys are in um, Dallas after leaving, what was it, Grapevine, which was, what, a half hour down the road from Dallas to uh, talk about the 12, the 12 teams. So um, as long as you, you know, don't include everybody equally, huh, funny, right? long as you don't include everybody equally, you're still going to have these on the outsides looking in, you know, but I just don't see how you don't have Cincinnati, at least in the first one, at least in the first one, you should have just, you know, sufficed America, you know, because America is 100% behind Cincinnati right now. Like the big bad NCAA is picking on Cincinnati and that's how they look at it. So you could have pacified it, gave yourself a little bit of breathing room and just, uh, you know, Hey, just put them in the first one. You could put them in four. You didn't have to put them in two. You could put them in four, and that would have been great. So, <clears throat> And the Oklahoma. Oh, the Oklahoma. I mean, that's a team that's just barely hanging on, barely hanging on. But whatever. You know what I mean? You do what you do. Who am I to question the committee? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Lord have mercy. What else do I got over here on college? Um other than that, that was pretty much it. Um, oh, I know it's not college. Uh, I know it's not pro, but anyway, high school. The situation we had come up um, out in California, I think it was Inglewood High or whatever. You had a young man who uh, quarterback is, I think he's, what, the second um, rated player in his class Um coming out or something like that. He's a quarterback, really nice. Uh, looks like he's got a nice football game on him. But I saw the headline come up, and I didn't really pay attention to it because I was watching uh, 10-year-old boys flop around in the mud doing uh, sweep left, sweep right. <laughs> so, um, but apparently this young man, you know, had 13 touchdowns, and they scored 100 and some points. Um, to nothing of another school. And I've, you know, kind of seen some of the feeds um, of friends of mine, some living in California, some who are um, actually fans and um, followers of that particular high school because, you know, they might went there, you know. So um, I'm reading them, I'm watching them, and I'm like, they're, they're, I, I think the fault doesn't, me personally, I don't feel that the fault falls on, the, the team that is scoring the points. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can adjust the calls that you make. We see it all the time in football games and uh, basketball games. You tend to, like, run your offense more. Like in basketball, what we'll do is if you got, you know, overmatch, we'll turn it into practice. You know, good coaches, they turn those things into practice. You know, I've seen that with some uh, things that I've done when I coached, uh, things that I've seen happen when um, I was playing. Um, and things that I've seen some of coaches now do, uh, specifically some of my daughter's coaches. You know what I mean? Some teams, they're just completely overmatched. 
you go ahead and get this game out of control and get it over with, and then you turn it into your practice session. You know what I mean? So you can't really fault these kids for going out here and playing hard. Because if they play, if they don't play hard, injuries happens. But I don't think the 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 liability falls solely on the team that's scoring points. One, because it's not their job to not score points to make you feel good. You know what I mean? Your job is to stop you from scoring. You don't like it, play better defense. Or if you don't like it, get a better coach. Or if you don't like it, don't schedule teams that shouldn't be on your schedule. How about that? You know what I mean? How am I going to say, like, if I'm calling, if I think one of those plays, dude, he threw a screenplay that was designed for, uh, like, a three-yard game. You know what I mean? It was not even set up. It was over the middle, in the middle of traffic, and you got eight guys touch this dude, and he just runs straight. I saw another one that it was like he just just – Drop back and just ran forward. He didn't make no juke move. He didn't do nothing. He just ran straight. <laughs> so what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? If it was that big of a problem, hey, how about the coach of the other team at halftime or at some point in time in the game say, hey, you know what? This is not good for my kids. Maybe I should step in as a coach and do something about it. You know, in boxing, they let you throw in the towel when your fighter is overmatched and it's not looking good for you. Coach, throw in the towel. I don't think nobody on that field was going to look at you for throwing in the towel. You figured out that this is not good for my kid's psyche, especially with the way the mental health is such a high priority right now in the world. It is ridiculous. I don't think this dude should be drugged through the mud for him doing his job. Period. Now, <sighs> off of that. So uh, that would be that talk. And now it's time to move on. And what we're moving on to, why? Because I'm watching the Pacers up top of the Knicks, which I'm a little surprised with this early in the game. The Pacers do well for one, two, three quarters, but then in the fourth, um, they then to uh, forget all that is all. So, but I will be watching that Golden State game tonight. But that is not why we're here. We're here for our... Doc Sports NCAA Picks of the Week brought to you by Doc Sports. Text BW 9022 for your free $60 in picks. Absolutely fabulous. I would love somebody to give me $60 just to go pick. And then they give you picks to pick. So it's like it's like a win-win. Like, I'm going to tell you what to pick, and I'm going to give you some money to pick them. Go get paid, young brother. Go get paid. So uh, we move on to game one, doing something a little different. Earlier, as I mentioned, uh, we have here in Indiana, we have the Indiana High School Football State Tournament going on. Um, I'm kind of interested in it. I'm a little more interested in high school football at the present moment. One, because a lot of the kids that are playing now or, you know, some of my kids' friends that I've watched grow and that I've worked with in different various ways in sports and things like that. So uh, it's exciting to see what's going on. Um, so why not throw some of these games out for the tournament? <clears throat> so I didn't really, and it helped out because this week didn't have a whole lot of good matchups. So and then it prompted me to hit a little bit of the high school. You know, we like to do local stuff as well. You know, I was at the Marion football game a couple of weeks ago, which is uh NIA school 
here in in Indianapolis. So um, why not get some high school football in? So up until well, I'm gonna do this uh, throughout the rest of the tournament. We're gonna pick a game from. Uh, we might I might end up probably staying in the six A level, which is the top level because that is what I'm comfortable with. Most of the schools I'm involved with are in that. I might take a look at, um, I think, the Lion um, Alma Mater, who won state last. I think they're 3A, uh, which would be Ron Colley. So I might keep an eye on them. So this is why you're seeing high school football up at this point. So our first game is the sectional championship between my Alma Mater, Lawrence North Wildcats, 6-3 on the season against Crosstown, Cross, uh, not Crosstown, but Cross um, Township uh, School, Lawrence Central at five and four. I think I did that wrong. I think they're four and five. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're four and five. We've gotten lucky the first round um, of the tournament uh, beating Warren Central, who is normally a powerhouse. I think they lost to them earlier in the season pretty good. So, But um, they end up beating Warren Central. I think 13 to eight was the score on that. Uh, Lawrence North. Uh, took out uh, who did they beat? I had it written down, I forgot, but they took out somebody. They end up winning, I think it was 31 21 was the final in this one. Uh, anytime Lawrence North and um, anytime Lawrence North and Lawrence Central matchup is always good, no matter what sport it is uh, football, basketball, baseball. So I expect this matchup to be no different. You know, these is bragging rights between schools. You know, I mean, if you guys ever experience having two high schools in the same district or township, um, it gets pretty heated. So this is one of the, the the I think there's only two of them. I think Perry has two high schools. I think it's Franklin Central and Southport. So I think um, uh, no, they might have three because I think it's Perry Meridians in there too. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever, but um, it's always a big game. So the Lion, not knowing too much about it, he is going with LC. I don't know, he just doesn't like to go with anything that's cool with me. I'm about to, I'm about to pull him in the office. We're going to talk about that. But he's going LC 26-24, and I am going to go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. We're going to go 33-14 because um, that's just how we do. We like putting thumpings on LC, the Bearcats. What is a Bearcat? At least a Wildcat, you can go find a Wildcat. What is a Bearcat? Is that like some splicing gene stuff? I thought that was illegal by the Geneva Convention or some shit like that. You know, we need to look into that. But anyway, so that moves us on to game two of the week, which takes us back into the college. This is, I think, the only ranked game um, of the weekend, and we have 12 Auburn and 13 AM. I have these numbers up from the AP poll. I did not go in and switch to the CFP poll. Um, I should have, but I was lazy because I was doing something else. I apologize. I don't say it was lazy. I was just doing something else. I think I was doing laundry, or maybe I was doing the grocery list for Thanksgiving because you know I'll be cooking on Thanksgivings. But so here we go. The Lion is going with Auburn, uh, 26-23. I am going Texas A&M, 42-35. Um, our upset games, uh, the Lion is going to go number 11, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. He's going to take West Virginia, 30-27. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. I'm going to take Maryland over a very 
uh, depressed and struggling, not knowing what's going on. Penn State, they have lost three in a row. And obviously all of those, except for Illinois, was three ranked teams. I think their passion spirit is broken. And plus their coach will be honest with him and tell him that he's going to USC. So um, I'm going to take Maryland 24-20 over the Nittany Lions. That takes us into the money game. Mr. DeLion is going to hang out with his Notre Dame. See, don't get me wrong when he takes his Notre Dame game. Uh, the line Notre Dame negative uh, 21 over under 47 and a half. Don't, um, don't get him wrong. He's not picking Notre Dame to lose. He's just picking Notre Dame not to cover. Um, this is always a hard game. Um, Notre Dame tends to play to the level of their competition. So um, I can see that possibly happening. So that's what he's got. I am going to go with Eastern Michigan at Toledo. I always love to see um, Michigan and Ohio games, no matter what level of competition or whatever. You know, you would think I was from Michigan, but no, I'm from Indy. But I am from Indy, but I just love to see Michigan beat up on everything that it is Ohio. I love Indiana beating up everything that it is Ohio. So, sorry, Ohio fans. I wouldn't trade you for the world, but I just yeah. – David Chappelle makes me like you because he lives in Ohio now. But anyway, um, I am going to take Eastern Michigan plus nine and the over. All right, so that takes us to our breaking point where we're going to switch gears and go from the NCAA over to the big boy pants. And whoa, there's a lot going on in big boy pants. So um, while you're doing that, I'm going to check off my notes of things that I've said so I don't repeat myself. And we go on from there. So um check out uh what we got over at elite performance man they got some new stuff happening I clearly forgot some things when I was talking about my football for NCAA. I was supposed to talk about Michigan State's fabulous running back. Oh, my God, Kenneth Walker, man. He is clearly the Heisman Trophy frontrunner. He has to be. Oh, my God, what a dynamic guy. What an absolutely wonderful game that was despite all of the hardball mistakes. Why in the hell would you put – I was talking to a guy at football practice the other night. Why in the hell would you put McLeod? I hate the two quarterback system. I tried to be behind it. There was no way, shape, or form you put this dude. Um, Who? Sorry, switching gears. We're supposed to be going to um, 
the NFL. So I have to do exactly what it is. Uh, oh my lord, here we go. It's a rod. Ooh, there's my guy. So I guess that takes us into uh, inside the NFL cooler brought to you by Circle City Cryogenics, where we freeze just about anything, but not people. If you've been uh, keeping up on the page, you can see some of the stuff that they've been freezing that we've uh, reposted from their Facebook page. We just slide them over to Twitter to catch out some of you guys, too, man. Some of the stuff they freeze. I think the concept is to cryo freeze it that way. It, the product lasts longer and is more effective longer. So it's it's pretty awesome thing. I need to get down there and get some of these these Dollar Shave Club blades uh, hooked up so I can have them forever. Not that I shave or anything; it's for my head. But as you can see, I haven't shaved. It's, you know those. I'm looking at. I got my little pre George Jefferson, my LeBron, but you'll never see it because I always keep it cut. But right now I'm in that stage where, you know, you got to, you know, you know, sometimes you got to let your head, your head just, you know what I mean? With all the stuff, you just got to let it just breathe and be natural. So, but I'll probably chop that shit off this weekend. But you probably didn't want to know that. But I told you anyway. So deal with it. NFL talk. Uh, that's what we're in right now. NFL talk. So um, they'll start off with uh, no more unbeatens. Uh, the Cardinals took a L to a Aaron Rodgers team that had uh, multiple people out. Um, I end up changing my pick because I had um, Green Bay, but I saw all the people that were going to be out um, affected of both teams. I switched my pick, and then um, the King Rodgers kind of took care of all that with some of the just the – and I told her, I said, you know, he always has a way of pulling things out. And the wife was like, when we was doing our picks, she's like, I'm going to go with my gut. You know what I mean? And I mean, I, I, I should know now to stop going against her damn gut. You know what I mean? Her gut is absolutely amazing. And mother, I do not want to talk about your cowboys. That is the only reason why you talk about this. Because you think I'm going to say something about your cowboys. I am on Stephen A. Smith's team. The Cowboys are going to do Cowboy things at some point in time. I'm just going to sit back, and I'm just going to allow you guys to be super excited about your Cowboys, and then all of a sudden, it's going to be, whoop, 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 whoop. Sorry. But anyway, uh, back to it, you know, the Cardinals – they took an L. Aaron Rodgers is, um, you know, doing things. You know, like I should agree with the wife and just pick him. But I, I, I flipped. I did. I did. And and in this game, I flipped too. So, but um, fabulous. So now we have no no more unbeaten's. But I still think uh, the Cardinals are probably the best team in the NFC. Um, I think you got a couple teams now at seven and one, including Green Bay. Um, you know, let's you know, take the Green Bay and let's switch right on in into Aaron Rodgers and the COVID talk. Uh, let's see right now. You got the Giants, uh, the New York football Giants. Looks like they have 13 positive tests. 
as of right now. Um, you got, and then which takes us in back to Green Bay where Aaron Rodgers, you know, he is going to be out for Sunday's game because he tested positive. And there's a lot of unclarity right now if he is vaccinated or if he is unvaccinated. Um, I thought he was vaccinated, but then they got to doing wordplay. He said he was immunized for the vaccine, which does not mean you were vaccinated, but it does mean you were vaccinated. The league sees that he is not vaccinated. Um, but then you see reports that he petitioned to leave for special privilege of some alternative um, um, methods for treating or fighting off the COVID-19 uh, thing. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that's popping out that's coming off of that because if he wasn't vaccinated, why was he not following the non-vaccinated player protocols? You didn't really hear about it as much because he was not in one of those states or those counties that are uh, mandated of certain vaccinations to do certain things like say Kyrie <clears throat> and um, that was not a, a thing it was just a clear throat for real no jokes but there was a you got the, the Kyrie in New York you had the uh, Andrew Wiggins who ended up taking the vaccine who ended up getting the vaccine anyway you got Andrew Wiggins out in San Francisco so they um, <laughs> why not because <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> so um you um you go to well he ended up taking it so and you didn't really have the issue in um Wisconsin but the league mandated that if you weren't vaccinated these are the steps that you had to take and you look in the press conference he's not wearing a mask you look on the sidelines he's not wearing a mask he's at the Halloween party with fabulous which I think was one of the most long long preparations for a Halloween costume awesome John Wick though. You know, is at the Halloween with with no mask. You're doing all your things. You know, there's a lot of guys who are in the va in the league that aren't vaccinated, but they're following the protocols of not being vaccinated players, and it kind of just puts Aaron Rodgers in a bad bad position. You know, what I mean, either you're a dick teammate or you're a dick teammate. You know what I'm saying? If you're not, I don't know. If you're not, you know putting us first when we're trying to win a championship, like we're supposed to be putting you first or we're trying to win a championship. I mean, I think you're sending mixed messages, man. If you're sending mixed messages, I don't want you in Pittsburgh player. You know what I mean? We about, we're about winning championships. We're not about playing games. You know what I mean? Or we're about trying to win championships. We're not about playing games. And oh, what a great win to Florida Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, we got a labored ass quarterback, but our offensive line is starting to pull together. Better, not saying they're getting good, not saying they're good, but they're starting to get better. They're starting to uh jail together. You know, that offensive line, that's a that's a different group when of, of individuals on a football field. I mean, they're very, very tight-knit, normally the smartest people, um, <clears throat> including the quarterback on the field, um, on the team, so to speak. But um, they're starting to jail, starting to get Najee Harris. Um no, his touches. I mean, he's a. It's kind of a um, a Le'Veon Bell prototype type back, but a little po more power going between the tackles. So I see them um, adjusting there, and it's allowing Ben a little bit more time to make better decisions. He still got that gunslinger mentality, but it, it, it's not as prompt. It's not as forced when we can at least run the ball and and play great defense. So. 
<clears throat> I'm anxious to see how they continue to, to pour this out. I wasn't predicting, uh, you know, a great Super Bowl run this season or anything, but I know Mike Tomlin. I know how he does, how he gets down, and I I see him not having a losing season. I would see him somewhere trying to finish around 500 or a game above. And the way the AFC looks right now, that 500 a game above might put him in that second wild card. So, and then again, no losing season and get the playoffs. So, um, I'm not too much worried about that. Let's see what other things um, in the NFL last last week. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he got a win, but it didn't look great. Um, I mean, has they has he been figured out? I don't know if he's been figured out more than some of his luck. His juju has has kind of been um, adapted to, but it doesn't help when you have such a pitiful display you know what i mean you can restructure or set up 500 million however you want it still disallows you to pay people that you need to continue to win so um there's some trouble with San, in, in kansas city i think there's an outside chance that they can make the playoffs but i don't think so uh, that division is getting tougher um and younger so um i'm, I'm not looking too great for that um obj um, does he play another game in Cleveland? Does he not? Who knows? The trade deadline passed yesterday, and you didn't move him. Um, I don't know what what game it is. Is it you want to punish him? But it's I don't think it was a good situation from the jump. You had a quarterback who doesn't throw at your uh, one of your best receivers. One of um, one of they say is one of the best receivers in the league. You know what I mean? But. He, he is a skilled player. He does make plays. But if you're going to complain about not getting the ball or not getting targets, when they do target you those few times, you got to catch the ball. You know what I mean? There was a couple times there that um, – well, I can't say a couple times because he only threw it to him one time. So <laughs> I figure that, you know, once you – once you um, – you know, had some practice time or something, but you couldn't have practice time. Baker was hurt. COVID hopping, uh, happed in, or OD, OBJ was um, um, as hurt. But, you know, I think if you wanted to fix this issue that they had, them two would have gotten together in their own time to try to get this up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many times we've heard – you know, Peyton and Marvin and Peyton and Reggie, Wayne, you know, and at each other's houses, you know, in the backyards, you know, throwing passes, getting timing. The same thing with uh with with Aaron Rodgers and Brady. How and 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 who's the other guy? Breeze. How do you think they get all these guys who no one knows that they make stars out of two because they get this chemistry, they work with them, they practice with them, they do things in the offseason. It looks like these guys don't even do nothing. I mean, y'all can at least be in a commercial together, pump each other's cheese, you know, into the, the nacho bag or something. But um, I, I I don't know if he plays another game. I don't, I don't know what you do. I, I mean, I was commending him last week, you know, going through all this crap, and you're not really saying nothing. You're you're trying to be the team player. You're trying to keep it under wraps. But then your daddy comes out and start talking, so that blows it all the way out the water. You ain't been practicing all week. So we I think we don't see Odell Beckham Jr., in a um, Cleveland uniform. I think they released him by the release date, and then um, somebody picks him up going into the playoffs. I think that's what happens. Let's see here. What do we got? 
the Chiefs' chemistry is off all over the place. Somebody has their drawers in the pinch over something. <laughs> uh, maybe Andy Reid. Uh, maybe Andy Reid, you know, is focusing on the issues with his son. Maybe he's not, you know, uh, mentally preparing for games as he should. Uh, maybe um, the the league has adapted to um, uh, uh, Eric Bieniemy's, you know, play calling or or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But whatever it is in the Chiefs is is jacked up. <laughs> You are three ticks and four dollars short, bro. <laughs> the NCAA uh, chatter was earlier in the episode. I have already been through my hardball rent. I have already given my props and my praise to Little Brother Michigan State. We have taught you well. I like how you have uh, gotten on board and followed a pattern of greatness. I don't know much other bullshit that I can say. <laughs> But uh, it was a great win. It was a great game. Um, I know I was kind of funny when I was watching it because that game, it always happens that way. When one of the kids is uh, having a, a tournament or something, game I want to watch is always on at that time. So game comes on at noon. We're in Terre Haute. You know what I mean? It's 52 degrees. It's cloudy. It's windy. It's rainy. There's mud all over the place. These 10-year-old boys is flopping in the mud. I'm sitting there on the side. The wife next to me, we watch it on our Google Pixel, uh, which I got my new phone, by the way. My Pixel says, ooh, holla at me. Uh, so we're watching it, right? And I'm yelling, touchdown. And everybody's looking at me. And I'm like, oh, but my bad. <laughs> and it happened like eight times in the game. But what a great game. It was probably uh, maybe the or the second best game in all of college football this year. I mean, it was up and down. They both wanted it. Um, it came down to Harbaugh making um, plays or making the right calls. And once again, um, he didn't do it. Love you too, my brother. Uh, but now we are getting back to our college, or no, NFL. So uh, let's see. Brady is not a fan of New Orleans Saints. He is one in three. Since he has joined Tampa Bay, somehow they have the answer for uh, Tom Brady, except for the playoffs, because that one victory um, was in the playoffs. And as you see how that turned out as a Super Bowl win, uh, we talked about OBJ. He's out of there. Uh, Von Miller to the Rams. Does that not I, – I misquote myself. I said I still thought the Cardinals was the best team in the NFC – I forgot that I was supposed to talk about this 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 trade or this gift, I should say, this gift that Denver gave. I don't know if it was a gift, a parting gift of all your help and the thing, the great things you did for Denver, Von Miller, um, or was this a, a, a something that you was looking out for the Rams? Maybe it was John Elway mad at you know San Francisco for something. I don't know. I don't know. But um, it was a gift what they gave him. Um, I think he got a what a six round pick, and Denver's taking like he, like all of that. Like the Rams only have to pay seven hundred thousand of that, and Denver's paying nine million. And then he and he's a free agent at the end of the year, so you're paying him seven hundred thousand dollars 
and he's a, not under contract. So if you win, you can just be like, all right, thank you. And you can resign that one year deal with Denver, retire into the sunset. I don't know, but it was a gift. And that instantly makes um, the Rams the top team in in the NFC, especially with um, uh, JJ Watt out for the year. Um, but I, 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 man, Rams is. That's a tough defense, man. So you got guys on all levels now. You know what I mean? You got uh, Donald on the line. <laughs> you got Von Miller in, in the linebackers. And you got uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. Boy, that's going to be tough. And all that wisdom that he brings over when it's Super Bowl. Man, hey, man. Hey, that's a good move for I don't know who, but. Again, and he's a free agent of the year, so he can go back to Denver for less money if he wanted to. Because you know he got them them farms up there, them them cock farms. <laughs> I just wanted to say cock on TV. <laughs> That's not fair. That's not fair. All right, so um, enough of cock talk. Uh, <laughs> let's get into our our NFL version of Doc Sports Picks. Of the week brought to you by uh, Doc Sports. Again, text BW Sports one uh, to two nine zero two two for your free uh, sixty dollars in picks. Man, Twitter is going up. Up, Indiana Pacer. This is up thirty six twenty two over the Knicks. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it looks about it right now. Still, the biggest news is. Um, Aaron Rodgers obviously trying to sort all that out. Looks like Philly's up 10 on, on the Bulls. And our good friend Franz Wagner is nine, uh, is eight up on Boston. Ooh, boy, I can't wait to see what Storm and myself have to talk about with the woes of Boston on Sunday for the state of basketball. Uh, we should get it in because his tournament is in the city this weekend, so I shouldn't have to miss it this week. But we get into game one. Uh, game one, we got the 62 Titans versus those 7-1 Rams. So um, I had this game. Both of these games have been we, – they were picked because they were going to be good games, but then we had injuries come in, and I didn't really feel like changing because it's not another good – Quality week of games, but they're probably going to all be good games, just not good matchups on paper. So, but these are the games I picked. First up, we got Titans and the Rams. Um, I like the Rams, especially with no Derrick Henry. No King Henry, it, yeah, it's a wrap, son. So, uh, I think they're going to squeak into the playoffs, but uh, you ain't going to go far without King Henry. Um, um, so, the Lion thinks the same. He's going 30 13 Rams. I am going 34 17. Uh, Rams game two, same, same, you know. What I mean, uh, when I picked it, uh, it was going to be the Patrick Mahomes Aaron Rodgers matchup. Um, NFC, AFC, you're not gonna see this matchup too often, and you probably won't see it again unless Rodgers does go to the Steelers. Um, next season is an opportunity you can see that game, that matchup, but um, if that doesn't happen, I don't see it again, so it was built up. You know, again, Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID, so he's not going to be at this particular game. Um, this is an opportunity for the Chiefs to try to um, build on what they had uh, coming out of the game that they just won or barely won, you know, against a terrible team. But 
you know, it's an opportunity for them to do something. Uh, the Packers have some people coming back. Um, Jordan Love is an opportunity to uh, another opportunity to showcase if he can take over this team next year where Aaron Rodgers is not there. You hear me how I talk about Aaron Rodgers is not going to be there because we all know he's not going to be there. So um, that's how I feel. That's what we're going with. So um, uh, the lion goes with Chiefs 31-20. I am going with Chiefs 30-21. And we just play with the numbers there. So uh, we go into our upset game. Uh, the lion goes Raiders-Giants. He's taking Giants 24-23. Um, there's a lot of a lot of negative things going on um, in the in the Raiders camp. Um, you know, you just 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 barely getting over, um, <clears throat> just barely getting over the John Gruden uh, debacle, and then here you have your uh, first pick, your your first pick of the 2020 draft. You know, just no sympathy whatsoever for this young man. I, I try to find the good thing in things and try to go for that, but this is ridiculous. I mean, you know, I'm looking at it. You're driving 150, 156 miles an hour in a residential. Or look, I like speed. You know what I'm saying? If I had a hold of a one of them, you know, them ridiculous Corvettes right now, favorite car of all ever. You know what I mean? If I had one, yeah, I want to open it up. But I'm going to do that on the open road. You know what I mean? If you're in Vegas, you got all those straightaways in the desert. Take it out there and go do it. There's no reason for you to be driving that type of speed in a residential area and then you rear-end a woman and kill her. You know what I mean? Let alone you being intoxicated. Come on, bro. And so the Raiders released him. So there's a lot of a lot of negative vibe around the Raiders. They they jailed together real good uh, with the John Gruden. But it's just too – there's only so many body blows uh, that it take before you drop your hands. Um I don't know, man. So it, it's, it's looking up for the Raiders and the Giants. Just, you know, they're, they're the Giants. So uh, let's see. He goes Giants 24-23. Sure, I'll go with it. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chargers and the Eagles. Uh, Justin Herbert is looking kind of kind of sophomore years uh, right now at this point of the season. Um, they're still above 500, but they're, they're struggling right now. Uh, this Eagles team has scored – Points in the last few weeks, uh, young Jalen Hurts is starting to look a little bit better. The team is starting to uh, do a little things. Um, um, I like what I see, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Eagles 34-31. That should make the Lion pretty happy. Um, and then we're going to switch over to our money game. Uh, let's see. He takes the Bills and the Jaguars. The line is Buffalo 14 and negative 14 and a half over and under 48 and five. Um, I know he's looking like the numbers changed. Like I saw yours that you put up, but I also saw that they switched like right as I was looking at them. So I changed them, but it still stayed the same. I didn't think you would have changed it. Uh, and I don't know if it was on this game or not. I think it was this game, but oh, well, um, he's going Jaguars. Uh, plus 14 and the over. Um, I like it. I mean, um, not a fan of Urban, but I see um, that offense with um, Lawrence trying to trying to find his way, find his own. He's a tough kid. He finds ways to get things done. 
Um, Bills coming off. Uh, I think they're coming off a bye, so it's a good time to strike. Maybe not win, but maybe get a, a ten point loss or something like that. I like it. Um, I'm going with this Browns Bengals. Obviously, I'm interested in anything going on in the AFC North. Uh, the line on this is Cincinnati negative three over and under forty seven. I'm going to go Cincinnati. <clears throat> um, I'm going to take Cincinnati three and the under. The Browns are in all kind of shit right now. Um, oh, well, like I said, the Browns will be the Browns. And the same reason I feel that the Cowboys are going to do at some point in time of the season what the Cowboys do. Yes, mother there. We have talked about your ridiculous Cowboys. And the one good thing that I'm going to say about the Cowboys today is they have one of the best fans uh, that I know and our brother here at BW Sports One. Happy birthday, Tommy Boy, a.k.a. Tommy Wrecker, a.k.a. Sean Stevens, a.k.a. the voice of iRacing. Happy birthday, bro. Um, I think you're still under 30. I don't, I'm not quite sure. You know what I mean? I stopped paying. I don't know. You know, when I crossed the threshold of 40, I stopped paying attention to anything under that number. So he might be over 30. I don't know. Not really sure. <laughs> but happy birthday, bro. Uh, and there you have it. That's what I got. You know what I mean? Uh, Dukes of football. Uh, let's see. It is Wednesday. We got a lot going on. Good games this week. Get out there and support some of your local high school tournaments. I know they're going on this week, probably all over the country, but we got good games all over the state here. Uh, I think you got Center Grove is playing. You got Brownsburg, Carmel. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. Um, so get out there, watch the football. Also, we got great fights this weekend. Check out my man, the Lion of the Combat Zone. I'm pretty sure we're going to be somehow entangled and some of those UFC uh, 268, I think it is. You also got Canelo fighting this weekend. Um, so uh, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves for winning the um, winning the World Series. And, yes, congratulations to Mother living her best retired life, uh, last day of work, uh, of retired work, which is no work. <laughs> Um, so good. She's off for the season. Now we can really tangle her up for babysitting duties, <laughs> but, um, have a good weekend, everybody. And I will see you guys Sunday with a big man storm for the state of basketball, uh, BW sports one, uh, hit us up. Want any promotional deals, any work, that you want us to do voiceovers, video recording, anything of the sort, check us out, bwsports1.com um, uh, or info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. Holla at us and we'll holla at you. I am the one and I am out. I need a drink. <laughs>